0: Listening to Legal Talk Network.
1: Hello and welcome to Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. My name is Lawrence Coletti, and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at ABA Tech Show in Chicago, Illinois, at the historic Hilton Hotel on Michigan Avenue. Did I get that right?
2: Yes, sir. Oh, great. They they
1: didn't move the hotel. Thank
0: goodness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. Joining me today is actually a plethora of our hosts. I want to first introduce uh, Miss Stephanie Francis Ward. Of course, she is the host of our ABA Journals podcast called Asked and Answered. Welcome.
3: Thank you. It's wonderful to be here.
1: And then I have the intrepid Dennis Kennedy from the Kennedy Mile Report, but we are sans Tom Mile today. It's hard to do a show without Tom, that's for sure. Agreed, agreed. And then I've got uh, John Simic, of course, from Digital Detectives. Welcome. It's good to be here. And then I've got Sharon Nelson also. Now, she's the host of two of our shows, one being Digital Detectives and the other being the Digital Edge. And I miss the cowboy
2: from the Digital Edge, but
1: he's not here either. (laughs) uh, Jim Calloway did not join us today, so... (laughs) Anyway, I'm really happy to uh, have everybody here. It's kind of like a little family reunion, <laughs> and we're sitting here on the Eve of Tech Show, sitting in the expo hall while everybody is working frantically to set the place up. So if you hear some construction noise in the background, it's the hard-working uh, men and women putting the show on <laughs> together, getting their booths uh, put together. So anyway, I wanted to start off because not everybody on Legal Talk Network listens to all of our shows, and I thought this would be a great opportunity to uh, go ahead and, and tell everybody about your show. So I'm going to go in reverse order this time. We'll start with uh, Sharon. Now, you're going to represent yourself and Jim Calloway for the Digital Edge. What is the Digital Edge all about?
2: It's basically the intersection of lawyers and technology, so we can go in a thousand different directions, and we usually do. So we have a very good time talking about different subjects, and we usually have a guest each time, except for our famous holiday show when we do tech toys for the holidays.
1: Excellent,
0: excellent. And John, Digital Detectives? Um, I don't know. I just sit there and ask questions. No, uh, it's... (laughs) We do information security, talk a little bit about forensics, uh, electronic evidence, those types of things. Uh, And our last episode was on uh, robotic law or law with robots, which is kind of interesting and, you know, as well, a new topic.
1: Yeah, that was a great one. That was with uh, Ed Walters, who's actually, Uh I think, 40 feet away over there.
2: Yes, he's the the, uh, (laughs) CEO of Fastcase, but he has this interest in robotics and teaches it at Georgetown University Law Center, which I think is a fascinating sideline for, for him from his business.
4: That was a great show. And Dennis, Dennis, the Kennedy Mile Report. Well, we call it uh, legal technology with an Internet focus. And so we, we, we look at technology as it impacts lawyers and sort of looking. We try to look a little bit ahead. So we take on sort of new issues, new technologies and sort of new ways of thinking about uh, the way lawyers use technology. So our last show, and we don't do interviews. We talk about it from time to time, but we record it like late on Sunday evenings typically, so fitting an interviewee into that is a little tricky. But So Tom and I have basically done it ourselves for a hundred <laughs> um, and fifty shows. I thought you to and, say years there, Dennis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it could too. Be.
4: But anyway, so it's great. The last one we did uh, actually got a lot of interest so far. It was We talked about the human element in uh, technology and how lawyers have difficulty adjusting uh, to technology and sort of what are the factors behind that and how that can be improved. Excellent, excellent. And
1: uh, Stephanie, uh, will you tell us about Ask and Answer?
3: Of course. In the ABA Journal, we see podcasts as a way to facilitate and capture interesting conversations between lawyers. So I think my inspiration for what I do is imagine you have two seasoned attorneys who are at Daily Setter waiting for their call, sitting out in the hall, chatting about life and law practice. and. That's what we want: is these conversations that what real practicing lawyers talk about, what affects them, and what they know about things. Um, that's kind of our goal with the Asked and Answered podcast.
1: That's great. That's a terrific, and if Stephanie has such a wonderful uh, NPR esque voice going on over there.
3: You're very, you're very charming. <laughs> I do the best that w- I can. Would you like a second opinion? <laughs> <laughs>
1: (laughs) So anyway, it's the eve of AVA Tech Show, which is a very big event for the American Bar Association. And it's a wonderful event. We uh, had the pleasure of attending for the first time last year. And me personally, I was quite blown away. I love the access. To the experts. I love that it's, it's a big venue, but it's not overwhelming. I feel that you can always reach out and find somebody to direct you in the direction you need to. And I think that honestly, you know, the lineup and, and talking with people and the guests that have been on the air, you know, it's a wonderful venue to come down and improve your practice as an attorney. But I uh, wanted to get in a little bit about what you all are doing here because it's not just to put on podcasts for Legal Talk Network.
3: I'm here as an observer, really. And what I love about legal tech is I get to meet people that I know through social media or I've talked on the phone to. So I've been in this business for for more than 20 years. Uh, There's so few people I've met face to face. So I think Mm -hmm. that's wonderful. And just getting to see people in person and putting the face with the name and making the contact. That's what I like the most about Tech Show. I think people who come really have fun while they're here.
4: Great. And Dennis? I think it's a great show. It's really been part of my whole history of uh, both practicing law and and being involved in legal technology. So I go way back um, in attending and speaking at Tech Show. I was on the board of Tech Show. Um, It really feels like it's a family type of event in a lot of ways. And I, I think you touched on a couple things that I, I think really uh, make it uh, different than, than other shows. And that's the accessibility idea. So I think especially the speakers and uh, even the exhibitors, there's a lot of really great interaction and people are very open. And there's also, over the years, we've done some things that really facilitate that happening. So Taste of Tech show dinners, other things like that, where you get the chance to actually spend some time Time with people for speaking and those of us who speak we're not looking at this as sort of like go in do my one hour you know fly out of town we look forward to the whole event and all the people we're gonna meet and a lot of the other speakers are our friends and it's it's mm-hmm. it's really nice to get back together with everybody and John well, I, you know, Dennis stole my
0: entire answer, but uh, uh, but but I think he's he's right. I'm here to speak again. I've been doing that for for a long time. I've also been on the board, the planning board for Tech Show as as well. But just the whole family atmosphere. You talked about Thanksgiving, you know, and everybody getting together. But just an opportunity to get together with all of our colleagues from around the country, and there there are groupies you know, here as well. There's folks that come to, to Tech Show to see specific folks. I mean, I, I know guys, I usually end up getting tagged with more of the propeller head sessions, you know, the, the advanced IT kind of things. There are folks that come here year after year and they they want to sit there and 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 hear what I have to say or what other speakers have to say and some of the experts. And having those conversations and those one-on-ones and finding out what's bothering them, what problems do they have. And maybe uh, for our particular clientele, we haven't thought about that. Just bouncing all those ideas off, it's just a great time. And Sharon... <laughs>
2: Well, I am one of the past chairs of ABA Tech Show, so you, know, you learn to love her as you would love a, a vessel you've once commanded. Um, you have this terrific loyalty. <laughs> sometimes to her. it's just hard to turn, too. <laughs> oh, it's a, yeah, it's a slow rudder, man. Um, but that's okay. It, it's always fun and it's always great and it's always full of energy. So I love that. I do love seeing my colleagues because sometimes we don't get to see each other very often. So coming together is fun. I love the enthusiasm of the attendees and the time that we get to spend with them as speakers. I want to also mention the Expo Hall because I think that's a wonderful place that the attendees yes. really love to actually get hands on some of the technology. The vendors are wonderful. They, they'll talk to you forever. They'll answer your questions, and they'll follow up with you after the show, and they do that with us, too. I mean, we also prowl the vendor hall looking for the latest and greatest in technology so that we can make ourselves smarter, but we love how the attendees do it. It's it's just a, a, a relatively intimate experience for an Expo Hall, and there's, mm-hmm. of course, there there's lots of uh, uh, trinkets and trash that people can take away tchotchke. from the vendors. Tchotchke, yeah. So people actually come; they come and get a bag, and, and they get all the tchotchke. That's that's what they do. But that's it's, the it's, best
3: part. That and the chocolate. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the chocolate. You're it's right. Not the best part. That's a highlight of it. It, it, it <laughs> is it's a highlight of. Canada. In the
2: education, it's really very hard to choose between sessions because there's so many fine speakers right. and incredible subjects here. So that's one of the hardest things: is to sit down and plan your own schedule. And of course, if you're on the faculty you tend to be grabbed for other tasks and so that being the case if you're working the concierge booth and you're filming videos and you're doing Mm -hmm. podcasts and and they've asked you to introduce other sessions it's really hard to get everywhere you want to be but for the regular attendee I wish I was in some ways I wish I were back to where I was in the beginning when (laughs) all I had to do was worry about which sessions to attend and I see Dennis is nodding yes.
1: (laughs) I think it's a great segue into my next question I feel that I'm in a very good uh, position to ask this because because I've been calling you, I'm your producer, and I know that you all have been very busy during the last month. And so my question to all of you is how much time are you putting in or have put in for this show and preparing for each one of these ABA tech shows to make it uh, the success that it is? Oh, geez.
0: You know, (laughs) Sharon keeps beating on me because I'm not getting any billable stuff done. Uh, Just one session alone. I put in at least over a week's worth of time just preparing for the presentation. That doesn't count. That's just one presentation. Yes, just one presentation. How many of uh, how many presentations are you putting on? I'm doing two this. I'm I'm actually light this year. I'm only doing two. So, (laughs) (laughs) wow. So a one week for
1: uh, for one presentation. Easy, but but it's
2: it's a high tech presentation, which which means that it takes longer. It probably took me one week to do both presentations and the written materials because i had some of the work already done but some was a ground up build as well and those take longer Mm -hmm. but tech show is a big conference and you've got to have your a game on you can't you can't play the c game you got to play Mm -hmm. the a game and if you're any good you really work hard and it shows in your performance and what you're able to teach the audience and they remember
1: if you can both inform and entertain that's what they love Dennis, you're a habitual presenter at ABA Tech (laughs) Show, so how long did you spend preparing?
4: Well... This year, I was lucky because of the sessions I have. I don't have to do a ton of preparation. So I'm doing a LinkedIn session, which is new for Allison Shields and me, but it's built on other LinkedIn se- uh, presentations and webinars we've done in our LinkedIn book. So there's a lot of new material in it, but it's just what Allison and I present a lot together. So it's a comfortable presentation mm-hmm. and we, we know the structure, we know each other's style and approach. So that doesn't take that much effort. The other one I'm doing is kind of funny which took a lot of effort which is there's a panel five of us who are presenting legal technology trends so we're summarizing what came out of the the aba's technology survey the last year and i would say i put a lot of time in into that which nobody will know because all the slides just have a number on it and it, it relates to the percentage but getting my co-presenters to get those numbers <laughs> to me and, and making the mistake of saying i would put together the first draft of the slides that took a lot of time and then i'm also doing 60 side in 60 minutes, which is one of those things where you tend to finalize what you're gonna do at the last minute. So I kind of, I maybe have, I'm probably responsible for 10 or 12 sites and I have a list of maybe 18 or 20 at this point and I'll make a decision about what I'm gonna show um, based on the themes that I I wanna talk about. So, uh, you know, it it definitely takes some work because what I find is when you come here You may have this idea like, oh, I'm going to rehearse, prep for my talk, (laughs) do all these things. And basically, once you're here, people are calling out your name and you're doing stuff and, you know, all of that. Mm -hmm. So the idea that you're actually going to get much preparation done once you're here goes out the window really quickly.
1: And Stephanie, uh, obviously the ABA Journal has been wrangled into this. So what kind of preparation time are you guys putting in?
3: So we have reporters that are covering quite a few of the events, and that will be on our website, www.abajournal.com. I have a question for y'all about these presentations Do you do. Do you prepare, like you said, in practice, or do you think it works better just to go and... And kind of freestyle it what's what's your method Uh, to do these things you can't
2: practice exactly but what you do is you know the materials and you study and you may make little notes to yourself i i do outlines and then i'll make notes and and the notes are so you're not just reading what's on the screen you're going off you're telling stories and you're interesting the audience and because it's not on the screen they really will pay attention but you don't actually rehearse because then it wouldn't sound spontaneous
0: Yeah. the the one that i really put a lot of energy in is, is, a, is a ground up one. it's on the securing mobile devices. Uh, and in that, and I don't want to let too much of this out yet, but um, I, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually going to demo some stuff. And when you do a demo, you need, to make sure that the darn thing's gonna right. work, because you if it blows up, it's goes. not gonna go well. Um, so that's where I've been focusing and doing a lot of energy there and doing testing and things, and making sure that all the components are ready to roll. So that's gonna make a big impact.
2: So if you go see that session, all I can tell you is: be afraid, Shh, be very don't afraid. Tell. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell,
0: don't tell. But
2: I was saying,
4: what I find is in the, some of the sessions I'm doing that, uh, say a LinkedIn session, once you find out who's in the audience, you need to tailor what it is right. that you're presenting. Mm-hmm. And and that's great about uh, this conference because then you can say, I build a lot of flexibility in. Or Alice and I, we were talking about how we we're dividing up the slides. Like our, one of our key prep things is like, let's make sure we have a timer showing us how much time we have left, so that we, you know, we, we don't go over. But so we have a good sense of where we're going. But we also know we need to see who's in the room, and then we can tailor. Mm-hmm. And then if people want to ask questions, you know, you can be open to that. Something when you're doing a demo, or something like that, that's really hard because you do have the structure. <laughs> Well, that's great,
1: that's great. And so I know you guys are very busy, so I just have one last question for you to leave our listeners with a little sneak preview uh, into tech show this year. But uh, what is your favorite part about this year's tech show that you're looking forward to seeing? Mm-hmm.
3: Sources and friends.
1: Okay, sources and friends.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking to uh, see old friends. You know make new friends it's, it's really interesting I think that doing this as long as we have that it's still surprising people come up and they'll talk about something that you presented three years ago in an article you wrote and they'll say this changed. not only did this change oh, yeah. my practice this changed my life and you'll go like wow I, I I never, th- I never realized that. And so, so there is this, I, I sort of joke with my wife that uh, this is kind of a fun thing for me because in in this tiny sliver of the world, I'm like a minor celebrity. And so, but it's, it's such a small part of the world that it can't really go to your head. But, you, but it is kind of cool to go through here and say like, oh, people are calling out my name and they want to talk to me and they're interested in my ideas because I think a lot of people involved in legal technology in their own firm or what they're doing, sometimes they're they're the only one. And so when they come to Tech Show, they go, "Wow, there are other people who think the same way I, I do, interested in the same things, and we can share ideas." And and I think that you know, meeting people, sharing ideas, uh, finding out what's new that people are using that actually works—that's the exciting part for me. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I, I agree with that as, as well. I mean, just seeing all of our, our colleagues uh, once a year to have the opportunity to, to get face-to-face with them. I haven't looked at the grid yet to know. Well, I know what my schedule's like, and there isn't a heck of a lot of time in there for me to actually go and see some of the other sessions. So depending on what I've got going on, and that's one of the things we do like to do, is, as Sharon mentioned, you know, roam the exhibit hall, see what's new down there. Uh, there's some vendors that are that are bringing products in here I've already gotten uh, some advanced looks at that I want to take a look at. So, Um, That's kind of what I'm looking forward to.
2: Yeah, I think the same thing is true of me. I really like to learn here. Right. And you learn by listening to the other faculty members and sometimes to the, the attendees because they'll ask you a question that never occurred to you and you won't have an answer. And that's OK, but then you've got to go ferret out the answer for them. And along the way, you learn more stuff. So it makes us smarter. And this conference is one of the few conferences where the level of knowledge is pretty high. So you get mm-hmm. asked some fairly sophisticated questions. And that just makes us sharper as presenters which is, that's, that's wonderful. I, I love to be learning, and learning here is at a very high level.
1: Well, it looks like we've reached the end of our time together, but I do want to thank all of our hosts for joining us today on their busy, busy calendar. And uh, if our listeners wanted to reach out, ask you some questions, or discover your show, how can they find you?
2: On Legal Talk Network. <laughs> thank
1: you. Thank you,
0: Sherry. <laughs> oh, that was a softball. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, that's all the time we have, but I want to thank everybody for listening. This has been another edition of Special Reports. Until next time, thank you for listening.